0: Sometimes we need to face big transitions in life and sometimes we have to face massive changes, sometimes we discover powers that we didn't know we had. How do we deal in these situations? And this is what we are talking about in this incredible interview with uh, my good friend and client, uh, Jim J. Doyle. We called it From Irish Farmer to Spiritual Healer. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, uh, some incredible things like how Jim went uh, from uh, being raised by Catholic uh, Irish farmers to becoming a spiritual healer, uh, or how Jim became an engineer And becoming an engineer helped him with his spiritual practices and clients' work, and also how he discovered his psychic abilities and got comfortable using them and create a business out of it. So, if anyone uh, wants to see, uh, wants to learn how he went and created these incredible transitions in his life, uh, so that you can apply to your life as well, then this is the episode for you. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Explode Your Expert Business Show brought to you by gtex.org.uk. I'm your host, Simone Vincenzi, and this is the podcast for experts who want to become the ultimate authorities in their niche while making an impact in the world. Now, before we get started with the interview, let me remind you that if you want to build a highly profitable coaching, speaking, or training business, you must download our brand new expert business checklist. The expert business checklist is the best tool you can use for your expert business where you will take a full assessment of your business and know exactly what to focus on to go to the next level. So you don't waste any more time following a strategy that is not yours or is not the right one to follow at this stage. So you can be focused productive and know exactly where to spend your time energy and money so you can download it at gtex.or gtex.events forward slash expert biz checklist so gtex.events forward slash expert biz checklist as well you can scroll down and find it in the show notes the link is there at the top of the show notes uh, now back to the show. Uh, let me introduce you to Jim. Uh, he is an incredible man. Um, Jim J Doyle changes lives by connecting people to their inner wisdom, which takes them from struggle to exceptional clarity, health, and success. Jim's own transformations. Uh, 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 Jim's own transformation from electronics engineer to energy and ancestral healer enables him to help people eliminate all the energy blocks to the life they crave and achieve it. And i got to say something, uh, we were in a in a room uh, running a course and Jim was like, um, I don't really think that uh, there is a great energy right now in this room, let me do something. And he closed his eyes for a moment and... And literally, in the moment they closed his eyes, <laughs> no jokes. They were like the all energy shifted in the room. The lights like dimmed down, like like this, like the lights dimmed, and uh, I felt like a rush of energy, and I got goosebumps in that moment. And then the light went back up again, <laughs> like it was normal, and the energy was completely cleared in the room, and we were able to have an incredible workshop. Now how do you deal when you understand that you have these powers and you can use these powers whichever human being actually can have access and use and that's uh, uh, what we're going to talk in this uh, incredible interview uh, you will absolutely love that uh, if you if you are a bit into the woo woo stuff and if you're not woo woo then it's going to open definitely uh, your eyes to an all new world uh, that you can explore now to read the interview transcript and get the bonus resources you can visit gtex.org.uk forward slash 246 and as well you can scroll down and you can find the link in the show notes and find as well the links to connect with Jim Now is all for me, Uh, have a fantastic interview, have a fantastic time here listening to the interview and then let me know at the end what you enjoyed the most. Now it's time for you to enjoy and uh, welcome to episode 246 from Irish farmer to spiritual healer with Jim J. Doyle. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Explode Your Expert Business Show. I'm here with the one and only Jim J. Doyle. How you doing, Jim?
1: Very well, Simone. Um, it's my pleasure to be on this podcast. Thank wow.
0: you. You, you. You're already, you've been already uh, here on the show. So, guys, make sure you check uh, in uh, the directory Jim J. Doll, so you can listen also to the other episode that we have recorded. Um, but today is going to be a bit more personal. We're going to get to know Jim a bit more. So, I want to start. Uh, uh, let's start with the with the easier questions. Yeah. <laughs> A a bit more about what you do right now and uh, what kind of of work you do, Jim.
1: Okay, well, I can tell you that the official thing is that I work with established entrepreneurs and business leaders to help them get from a plateau they may have hit onto the next level. Mm -hmm. Because I've been through many plateaus myself, and some of them are a little bit wacky, but bear with me, because as you know personally... um, Mm I'm not an electronics engineer anymore, I was, used to be, so I grew up in, on a farm in Ireland and ended up, instead of going down conventional route of being perhaps a Catholic priest or a farmer or something like that, mm. I said, I want to be an electronics engineer. What's that? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I ended up working at probably the highest level the high-tech consultancy in Cambridge. Uh, some some years later, which was real wow. And I worked, then worked for a spy company, literally, uh, based in London and traveling to the Middle East. Mm-hmm. And uh, But there was always this deeper sort of spiritual sort of energetic psychic side to me. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of smaller things as a child. But uh, in my early 20s, I was on holiday in Jersey with a girlfriend. My parents kind of went you know didn't we weren't too keen on <laughs> and this is quite a while ago well before your time <laughs> and uh i had this real flash during the night i woke up and uh my sort of my father was shouting in distress and it was flames and i thought what and those were the days way before mobile phones you literally mm-hmm. you know international operator phone up the local shop to find out what was going on and my parents house had been burnt down the night before and uh that unfortunately you know my brother and, and my parents escaped mm-hmm. uh, look luckily well that was a big shock for me because although I was intuitive and knew about things like that that was really full-on and um, that was a moment of note I think is the the, the phrase yeah and um, so I had this kind of intuitive aspect always interested in not necessarily healing bit of weird stuff mixed in with electronics and technology. Mm-hmm. Fasc- yeah, Nikolai Tesla, my hero, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, and then I, I was uh, stopping working for a spy company. No, I wasn't a spy. And I <laughs> um, came back to Cambridge, joined a, another high tech company, ended up as research manager, etc., etc., made redundant, ran my own electronics business for years and becoming more. More questions, and so I had a young family growing up, mm-hmm. and lots of questions coming up. So I had a few people working for me, but inside I was really uncomfortable. Mm. And when I look back, I know that I was screaming inside, but I couldn't hear the scream. Right. If that if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And around uh, about the millennium, I had a, a minor bent finger problem, little a little health issue, which mm-hmm. went to a consultant. He said, "Oh hey, yes, you Dupuit's contracture." You (laughs) are. Didn't like his proposals, uh, which were not very uh, elegant. Went to a mind, body, soul exhibition. And I had a real wake up call there. I spoke to this lady, told her about my bent finger. And she said, it's usually connected to the back of your heart. Okay, Mm -hmm. right. I didn't know that bit was connected to that bit. She ran her hand on my back about this far away. And I felt chi energy for the first time. And it Mm -hmm. scared the hell out of me because i didn't know what was happening and i ended up having some healing sessions with them here in cambridge a lot of really wacky stuff came up which yeah. was ancestral and i then got to the end of a expensive complex uh scenario with them i went to an introductory weekend on energy healing and then i knew by saturday night i had to do a three-year course what i'm self-employed mm-hmm. i'm not full of money but you know when you start a journey and you yeah. step. You got one step, and you've no idea where it's going. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I was on that one, and one of my first clients—sorry, uh, homework practice—was somebody with uh, balance problems and double vision for over ten years. I'm doing things by the numbers, like do this, do this. I'm halfway through, and the d- double vision's gone. Like that was really scary. Yeah. Because this was. It brought up sort of deeper Catholic stuff, you know, and there's... In this fact,
0: that's, that's what I would love to, what, what I would love to start from. Because uh, sure. now now we have a, a bit of, uh, definitely have a, a lot of talking points, a lot of questions that I have for you. So let's talk about the, uh, the bringing uh, you said, traditional Catholic. How did, um, how was it, uh, how did you feel about being brought up in that way? Were you just like... Uh, a straight believer not questioning anything or were you full of question you couldn't find answer where were you how was your your experience there
1: with the benefit of hindsight i was definitely not a happy bunny mm-hmm. uh because uh i found relatively recently a few years ago that i was doing lots of things i was busy in my in my in my life and so on mm-hmm. i was uh, really you know frustrated and my wife said to me, she said why don't you celebrate and i went I don't like celebrating, and I realised that celebration to me was a negative thing. It really, I had a negative meaning about celebration. Okay, why? Be- because you will go and celebrate mass. Yeah, but it wasn't a positive experience. Yeah. Ever, ever. Mm-hmm. So it was like a. I was brought up in a contrad. That to me was contradictory. Celebration was supposed to be joyful, but it didn't. Certainly didn't feel it. Not to me. Mm-hmm. and i spent five years in catholic boarding school mm-hmm. and uh which was not all terrible but it certainly wasn't all positive yeah and um so i found i found that so back to the question was i a believer uh, within the social confines i suppose yes but mm-hmm. in reality i wasn't so right. i So there was lots of fear on there there was lots of you know hell and damnation kind of in between level so Mm -hmm. you're bouncing between these two levels you probably know there's similar yeah 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 it's like what's reality you know how can somebody well okay I'm putting my adult bit on this but how can somebody love you and go you know you're Mm -hmm. dead (laughs) (laughs) so how uh, how
0: did that shape you growing up having been brought up in
1: um, in that environment well, a friend of mine, a flatmate of mine, once described me as the most incorruptible person he'd ever known. <laughs> I, I was like, wow, you know, I mean, seriously, you know, and uh, that was a moment of like, really? What? Uh, OK. And so I had just lots of really good values that were not, ne- not necessarily religious based. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, that, that was really important to me. And integrity is really uh, people's integrity is really important to me now. And so I had lots of conflicting values. And as I went through my d- really deep uh, three years of uh, energy healing work, I. Um, I found an awful awful lot of conflicting beliefs, buried beliefs just under the surface that that I had. We all do. We all have them. Mine weren't particularly special. Some of them are pretty serious, you know, having a rant upstairs and Mm -hmm. (laughs) things like that. And the other thing was, not specifically Catholic, but about being Irish. Mm -hmm. When I came to Cambridge when I was 21, um, for me, uh, England was a sort of, bad place you know because like, england sort of stomped all over mm-hmm. ireland a few times yeah. and even hundreds of years later there's a lot of folk songs and grievance and things going on yeah. and when i came here it was especially in cambridge it was so multicultural then compared to pretty much anyway certainly ireland which was 99.9 percent irish people mm-hmm. yeah on, there's people from all over the world you never know where they're from they probably speak six or seven languages goodness knows. Mm-hmm. Can he, I don't even know what the PhD is about, just, <laughs> just the title, and for me it was like ah oh, magic, all this amazing yeah. range of people. I just I just loved it.
0: So going to the to the engineering kind of kind of years. So you said that that's not something that I, at that time Irish uh, would do. <laughs> like uh, no not no, is not the stereotypical Irish person that would say okay I'm going just to move and. Study engineering. I don't even know what engineering is, uh, uh, but I'm going to create a career around that. So let's talk about when you first started into engineering. Um, How was uh, that experience for you?
1: Well, when I was at boarding school, so I would have been 15 to 17, I, I'd read some magazines and, and we had somebody who, there who was moderately interested. And the sort of old transistor radios, I knew them inside out and how they worked and all the aspects. And I used to read books on, oh my goodness, high-intensity magnetic fields, which happened to be lying in the, in the sort of the old library in the glass mm-hmm. case that nobody opened. I did a, a project on... I digress, on vitamin C. We didn't have a chemistry class. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, at, I was actually highly commended in Young Scientist of the Year back then. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, it was about exploring, about understanding. There were so many aspects, so many things. Uh, there was something about electricity that was rather special. And I remember we'd had the electricity installed for a while and I was lying in bed one morning, real good thunderstorm mm-hmm. coming down, and there was a lightning flash and there was a, literally an explosion in the hallway around the meter. And the dog disappeared for two days and eventually came back rather scared. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that might have been a formative moment that got me rather intrigued. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so in
0: terms of the uh, w- w- the parallels, uh, so I think that you know sometimes the interest or fascination that we have, uh, even when we are younger, they still are alive, maybe just in another shape or form when when we grow, when we grow older so if, what can you see in terms of the interest that you have for technology for engineering uh,
1: uh, influencing Newton doing what you do now Oh, completely. Uh, to, to, total overlap. So, just to clarify, what I do is I'm very intuitive and, if you like, psychic. So, uh, if I, if you told yes, me about yes, you, you are. I know, <laughs> I know, I know you are. It's like that's for the listeners. That uh, sometimes I hear,
0: I, I receive random messages. Hey, Simone, you should drink more water. <laughs> is that,
1: okay, thank you. <laughs> I know because because your cellular hydration at the time was really, really low. I know. And, <laughs> And there is no scientific way, available scientific way of actually accurately measuring it. And for those who say they're apps, they're rubbish. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And trust me or ask me or argue with me. I'm happy with that. (laughs) But um, what I do is I use engineering principles of logic. Yeah. To work with soft skills. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in other words, if I'm working with you or I'm working, working with a client and they have a problem. Yeah. What I do is I use soft skills in an engineering way, a logical way, of which is investigate, test, establish where where the problem comes from, or rather when the problem comes from, Mm -hmm. work with the client to get some correlation so it makes sense to them and make sure that I'm not going off on some tangent. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Then we do some energy work on it, clear it, and then test the problem's fixed. So it's literally identify it, test and measure, work with it to fix the problem and then double check the problems really done so i'm using yeah. that and there's not many people out there in terms of the personal development and uh, healing area who do that and so the sort of things i measure are amongst other things integrity on, on some time on occasion mm-hmm. but um obviously they're um not high, not humidity their their hydration the hydration level I measure the hydration level but all kinds of other things and whether they're actually in their body which is quite a common thing by the way that mm-hmm. people are not fully mm-hmm. in their body so I measure all these things uh, the their vitality the vitality of specific mm-hmm. parts of them and then do some work with them and check what it is and all the time working with them to see yeah. if it's changed and same with their business
0: yeah yeah so I can see definitely the parallel here. Mm-hmm. Um, so then a uh, uh, I want to just explore other, other parts of things that might have influenced you in, in doing the work and becoming who you are. Uh, who was the person that you believe influenced you the most? It can be uh, dead or alive. Um, okay, that influenced you the most uh, uh,
1: in, in your life. You know, strangely enough, my mum influenced me a lot. Mm -hmm. and various relatives but one of the people that comes to mind when you ask that question is actually JFK John F Kennedy Mm -hmm. because this was during Cuban missile crisis and all these real heavy duty stuff going on but he actually came to my hometown because his family family was from around there and somebody in the school I was in supposedly shook hands with him and so on and he was a man um, we lived in a everybody did lived in a, a period of fear but also it was a time what, what
0: of, years what year were those years
1: so that he was killed in he was shot in 63 63 I think it was yeah yeah uh, long time long time ago I <laughs> 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 uh, 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 <laughs> I'm not that
0: good. I'm not that good with uh, <laughs> American history, but
1: it was around then. In fact, I believe there was showing a film that represent was supposed to be about him. Yeah. It was called PT One O Nine. That'll get Wikipedia going, uh, which is about his time in the Navy, right. uh, which PT was a patrol boat, and uh, they're actually showing that in the cinema when he was assassinated, and they stopped the film. Mm-hmm. Which, okay. And, wow. So he he was a man of integrity. He also said, we're going to go to the moon. And he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think I'd have to say he was one of the people. I, I didn't expect to come up with this answer, but it feels yeah, right. So why is that? Oh, gosh. He was a man of vision, a man of integrity. Um, the bad guys shot him for being a good guy. Uh, whole bunch of things like that. Um, you know, from my perception now. Yeah there's a lot of other things that I'm aware of which uh, but back then he would have made a significant impression on me and what did inspire you to do well I'll add somebody else to that list there was a there was a neighbor when the animals on the farm got sick yeah Mm -hmm. sometimes uh, there was a particular problem they'd have it's not very elegant I won't mention it Mm -hmm. and Uh, We didn't have the medicines for them and they were known to die quite fast. There was a man down the road who uh, would go and speak to George and George would come along, find that hoof print in the ground, dig it up, turn it over and say some kind of silent prayer over it. And usually they got well just like that. Wow. (laughs) So I guess that's another Mm -hmm. one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which which you can already see what that inspired you to do.
1: (laughs) So there's the electricity. And I remember being very small and there was a man came with a truck delivering gravel or something. And uh, it wouldn't start. And he got underneath to fix something with his spanner. And uh, I was crawling in beside him. And he did something stupid. And there was sparks flying everywhere out mm-hmm. of it. Because he's obviously short of the battery. I know this now. And um, I guess that inspired me as well. So you bring those combination of things together. And you have the energy and the electricity and the uh, electronics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus communications yeah uh for me uh we used to have i used to listen on shortwave uh to radio switzerland and things they used to have the sound of a ticking watch uh, (laughs) but listening shortwave, listening around the world that was to me was reaching out that there was there was more out there that i needed to get to that i needed to understand and connect to and that's what i do now that's oh by the way my my background my background on here Uh uh-huh has got blue dots on. In fact, that was
0: my actually, oh, you read my mind. That was my next question. That <laughs> oh, I, was I, my I, next I, did, co- <laughs> I, I
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> It's actually my next question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. so for those of you that are just before we go on for those of you that are listening that are not watching you can go to our website uh, uh, there is the link in the show notes uh, with the actual link of this episode and uh, you can see the video so then you can see actually the, the word map behind jam if you're just listening mm-hmm. if you are already watching on youtube or other platforms then keep watching <laughs> All right, Jim. Uh, keep going.
1: So this is my map, which has evolved over a good few years. And these, the, all these blue dots, represent places where I've worked with clients around the world. Literally from Australia, Indonesia, Namibia, which is a place, uh, Saudi, Saudi Arabia, India, yeah. all around Europe. And then over here, over here, we have Canada, states, South America, and even uh, Central Mexico.
0: Wow. <laughs> now you got clients literally everywhere.
1: Yeah, pretty much uh, oh in fact hang on a minute. I was speaking to one the other day in Norway and you must put a blue dot on
0: we need to put a blue dot uh, in Norway. i <laughs> <laughs> um, talking about actually okay let's let's go to sticking with the up. The, the map. Um, what's the place that uh, you visited that had the biggest impact in your life?
1: Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> America, no. Okay, I did a... No, America, not really. Uh, One moment, I have to think about that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes, during my Middle Eastern tours, I traveled around Jordan and uh, Oman and uh, various other places, some, some in the news or some out of the news now. They made a big impression on me Actually, you know what? Recently, I went to Malta. Okay. I uh, I went to Malta, and we wanted to see. I particularly wanted to, and my wife's quite interested as well in seeing the ancient temples mm-hmm. and literally mm-hmm. feeling the vibe of them. And it was fascinating. It was amazing. Um, uh, Malta, there's something very special about it. And Gozo, that little island off the north, mm-hmm. it's t- it's timeless. It's it's incredible. It's like you go there and stuff happens at a different pace in a hard way to measure it's Mm -hmm. not like it's all quiet and slow it literally feels timeless to me whatever that means to you Mm -hmm. yeah uh it's very very strange very curious very nice actually i liked it a lot
0: yeah and how that so what did you learn from that experience
1: i know where i like to go uh so how how we usually choose our holidays mm-hmm. somewhere i've got a video i don't know if it's listed on on uh, youtube at the moment but um we that was in lanzarote mm-hmm. uh we went there and, and so my wife looked down this various places and said oh there's all these places and i said okay let me see hang on it's a bit like uh, so doing my muscle testing yeah I, yeah look at number seven down okay we ended up going to number seven and the video <laughs> the video i did is, is, so it's about a mile from the coast, and up, nor- up north, well out of outside any town, obviously, because there's too much vibe and noise in in towns. And uh, I'm sitting outside this place doing a video, and there's a statue of Buddha and some concrete spotted cows behind me. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was outside the front of the place, yeah. Which, di- which didn't show on on the um, on the online thing. Lovely area, lovely energy, uh, a nice little hill to walk up and watch the sunrise in the morning, and uh, beautiful place. Absolutely, it was absolutely perfect. Doesn't yeah. have to be. Doesn't yeah. have to be five star. It just needs to yeah, be the right place. The
0: right place, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I got a few more questions before we wrap up. Uh, by the way, I'm. Uh, I'll I'll love this interview. I'm- <laughs> I'm um, um, having a great time here. Is there a book that uh, you think everyone in, on the planet should read?
1: I don't know about everybody, but a high proportion of people should read <laughs> Okay, why not everybody? Because <laughs> uh, some of them might, might freak out. But... Okay, okay. <laughs> it's, to, it's to preserve that. Uh, it's called Hands of Light. By Barbara Ann Brennan, who okay. was supposedly a NASA scientist and started doing a lot of healing work. And there's lots of images in there about auras and things like that. And it goes a bit deep, but it can give you some very good insight as well. And um, as a starting point, and that was a significant one for me. There's lots of others as well, but that's a sort of reference point. Brilliant. Hands yeah. of light and the author Hands again. of light. Yeah, I can grab a copy and show it to you, Uh, I think. uh, That's
0: all right. Ends of light. Uh, And the author, again?
1: Uh, Barbara Ann Brennan. B-R-E-N-N-A-N.
0: Brilliant. So, guys, make sure you you can check out this book. Uh, Okay, Jim, one last question. Uh, Is there something that uh, I didn't ask you, but I should have asked you?
1: Oh, uh, what makes me tick, I suppose... Mm -hmm. uh let me think people 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 are what's important uh the energy of people uh this morning i was out breakfast networking uh i met some very interesting people there i met some lovely people the other week uh we might end up doing some work together it so happens i don't do this much usually i'm going out to meet uh, networking with about 150 people tonight so Mm -hmm. which is a marketing one But it's not for the marketing, it's for the people I'm going to see who I meet and uh, catch up with some existing contacts. Brilliant. So if you know, if you want... To to get to know Jim, you know that he
0: likes people, so invite <laughs> him somewhere where there are good people around. All right, Jim, thank yeah. you very much for uh, for this interview. you Had a, an incredible time. Uh, for uh, the listeners that want to get in touch with you and uh, they might need also some support, uh, maybe because they have some blockages on a spiritual level or an emotional level that they want to unblock, where is the the best uh, place to get to get hold of you?
1: On social media, Jim J. Doyle is where I'm most active. My website is differentlight.org, which I'm about to update shortly. Mm-hmm. And, but primarily, I'm most active uh, generally on Facebook. I did 30-odd Facebook Lives back a few months ago, which I'm now mm-hmm. digging up some more and uh, restarting a new program shortly.
0: Brilliant. So Jim J. Doyle on Facebook, on Facebook or different social media or the, uh, the website again? Different, different different
1: light so it's like see yourself in a different light so it's uh, different light,
0: all different one light. Word, dot org different dot org all right perfect guys make sure you get there there are going to be the social media links and the website also in the show notes so you can just scroll down and connect with jim straight away i highly recommend you at least to follow him on the different social media platform or if you feel inspired to have a conversation with him to have a conversation with him is definitely well worth it jim thank you very much uh, for being on the show thank you for being part of the gtx family it has been a pleasure to, to have you here
1: thank you so much simone it's been an absolute pleasure
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for uh, listening. I hope you enjoyed this new format uh, with the the interviews that we are doing uh, with our GTEX members. Uh, Let me know also in the comment or send me an email at simone at gtex.org.uk. Let me know also what kind of question you would like me to ask to to the guests and to the other GTEX members that are going to be part of this series. Also, make sure you subscribe right now if you haven't subscribed already. And until next episode, remember that together we grow exponentially. Ciao. Thank you for listening to Explode Your Expert Business Show. If you enjoyed the interview, please subscribe to the show and leave us a review. Every week we will select a winner from the reviews that we get. So it might be you. Make sure you give us a review. It means the world to us and that's how you can help us grow the show. Also remember to download the Expert Business Checklist to get the roadmap on how to become an authority in your field. The link is in the show notes or you can visit gtex.events forward slash expert iPhone checklist. So it's gtex.events forward slash expert iPhone checklist.